Here we go. Okay, and here we are. We have the honor to have Christian Jones, better known as Chris Jones, with us in our podcast. Christian Jones is a man who needs no introduction, really. He is known around the planet because of his music, which is great, different, and unusual. Uh, but let's pretend I don't know anything about him. Let him talk about himself. That's what we want. To know a little bit more about his character, his personal life, basically his story, and of course his music. Hello, Chris. How Hi, are you? How are you? Good, Ivan. Uh, thank you. Thank you for I'm so honored to be on your station. Yes, I'm very honored. <laughs> Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you very yeah. much for, for being here with us in this occasion. Yeah. That's fantastic. Tell us a little bit what have you been doing lately. Well, I'm now getting ready. I just, uh, my promoter, Brad LeBeau, in New York just informed me that my album release will be this September. So I'm preparing for that. I'm now currently doing a lot of interviews. Uh, I just did maybe, oh God, 42 news outlets in the USA about uh, my album being released. And it's been a long time actually between. Uh, this album took me three years to get where it is now and we just finally finished it. And the video took a year and a half, you know, and I'm a, a perfectionist and so are my team. So it's I think it's just perfect that it's coming out now. And this year I've been waiting for three years. Oh wow, that seems to be a long time really. Well I suppose all these Oh well, there is no time. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I I don't believe in timing things because you know, we make the plans but the decision is finally God's you know what I mean? So along the way, you know, I I, I just I do my art. I want it to be the best it possibly can be, and I just don't put a time limit on it. Of course, I see. Yeah. And um, what can you tell us? Uh, let's see about yourself. Uh, that well, I, that I, people I, would like to know. Of course, involving your music. Yeah. And uh, when did you realize that music was there in you, inside you, you know? Tell us a little bit, in few words, about your story. Oh, Tell well, I'm, <laughs> I am from Jamaica. My parents were immigrants to the USA. I have seven brothers and sisters, and um, they're all doing different things. Uh, my brother, Bishop Noel Jones, is a preacher. My brother, Max, is a preacher. My father was a preacher as well. And uh, wow. then I have my uh, sisters also are, you know, Grace is uh, world known. And then I have my sister, Pamela. She's a, uh, a designer. And my sister, Janet, she's a banker. and. My brother Randolph is an actor, and uh, so I have a big family and very artistic uh, people as well. They're in politics as well. You know, my brother Max was a politician. And, oh, I um, see. I see. So you've yeah. got really the music, art uh, within the family DNA, if you will. Yes. Well, my mother too. You know, my mother passed away last year, but 
she was a singer and probably my fashion inspiration. She designed, uh, she specialized actually in wedding dresses and uh, other designs. And uh, so fun. she was a singer as well. So I oh, think uh, that was uh, you know that inspiration. I am, <laughs> great. I am a big admirer of uh, you, of course, your family in general, and uh, of course, Grace. Grace, yeah. I've been a fan of Grace, like my amazing for, sister for, uh, <laughs> with, uh, for years, really, for years. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's She's amazing. Yes. Yeah, I have a Please. great sister. She's so, just so wonderful, actually, in real life. You know, it's, uh, especially yeah. in showbiz. You know, it's it's really a family that supports. Actually, gives you support a lot, and your friends. But, Grace is amazing. That sounds I like really it. admire her. Please say hello to her and then and send her a kiss, although, of course, well, there we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, um... She'll send one back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she will. I'm sure she will. Mm. How many albums have you done, Trace? And, you know, I think every artist has it within themselves. That album that is special for them, something that has, I know, of course, all of them are great, all of them uh, uh, are fantastic, but um, mm. I think uh, most musicians or any people within the arts, they have that special uh, piece of art, in your case, of course, piece of music, yes. that yes. they, that has that special meaning for you. Yeah. How many albums are there, and what is that, which song or album is the most special for you? Well, actually, um, I, I, I did my first album about eight years ago, and I did some remixes before that. And then I'm now going to release my new album. It's called Strong 2, Strong Number 2. The first album was called Strong, and that was Strong 1. This is Strong 2. And uh, basically, uh, I dropped out of the music industry for many years, you know, because I was uh, modeling as well. I was with Elite and Wilhelmina, Elite Paris and Wilhelmina, New York. And then I was one of the uh, DJs during the 80s when DJs became very popular. And uh, I was uh, spinning in some of the top New York clubs, the Hippopotamus, the uh, Les Jardins, the 10th floor, and that's when uh, music became, you know, the whole 54 era. But, you know, 54 didn't start it. it you know, it was started by these, these yeah. other uh, private clubs, and then they started playing uh, uh, house and, and, and uh, very great disco music. So I came from that period, but I had. The reason why maybe I don't have as many albums out as I should have because I I started and then uh, I released a few things. I did a few tracks and I released in Paris some singles. And then, you know, it's very difficult to do an album. I mean, uh, nowadays, I think with, with, with the technology of uh, the computer, you know, people can just run a song off in two, three hours. But for me, it's music art and I like live musicians. And for example, uh, on uh, the new album, I traveled all over the world using musicians 
from Serbia, from London, from Jamaica, from New York, and um, so to do, it, it takes time, and to do a really proper good album, it takes at least two years. It's not something that you can just do all of a sudden. So, but now uh, uh, my new album, uh, Strong Two, will have uh, uh, various mixes, various new tracks. Uh, uh, the lead track is uh, mixed by Eric Copper, and he's one of the top New York DJs and, and musicians. He's actually a musician as well. And then I have a uh, Robert Alwyn. Uh, he formerly was with, I think, with Island Records. He's a singer. His few hit songs, one was called I'll Be Your Friend. And uh, he has a, a particular mix uh, on this album as well. So the album will be new tracks and a lot of new remixes. A track I did was I Wonder Why by Mark Kamen. Uh He produced a few things by Madonna. And uh, he was one of my best friends. Uh, uh, God rest his soul. He's passed away now but uh, I was so fortunate to have this track and I never released it and it, it's been traveling with me all over the world for the past 20 years and wow. then finally uh, I decided to it was a it was a Ampex 456 so it wasn't digital so <laughs> I had to bolt a tape to, yeah. to make sure that we could peel it apart <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I had to take it to a special place where they put it in an oven, you know, and then you bake it, and then you hope that you can peel it apart to get it on digital. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 very interesting. So, and then I took that track. Um, I did it in London. I recorded it in New York uh, at Sigma Sound, and then um, I took it. Uh, to, to Germany, to, to um, Martin Ryan, who produced my video. He's one of the top musicians, top video makers, filmmakers. The guy is so talented. So I took the track to him, and he did some great remixes of it. So uh, it has a feeling of George Michaels a bit, but um, he was one of my inspirations, I guess, for that track. But So I took a 25-year-old track out of the graveyard, and now we're going to put it in the market. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be fun. I think it's, it's fantastic, Chris. Um, I think, it, in fact, um, the video is fantastic. I, I, I thank you. Thank you very much for seeing yeah. and advance the video to... Uh, Let me ask you a question. Does the video, because someone said it looks like it has a feeling of the 90s. You don't feel that, do you? No, I don't think that tonight. No, because I, I think it's very futuristic. I think you know, I yes, I, I think yeah. so, and um, it's fun. It's yeah, fun. yeah, it is fun. I, I, I enjoy doing it. I, I I I love the part when your face is transfigured, but I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> because I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> yes. I don't want to spoil that surprise for the Yeah. But it yeah. transfigures in something different. Uh, it, it, yeah. it's hilarious. I think Martin yeah. did a great, great job there, to be honest. Mark Ryan. Yeah. Martin, Martin Ryan. Martin Ryan. Yes, Martin Ryan. Yes, he's he's great. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Chris, tell us something, because people would like to know what is that part of you that, you know, that uh, 
power that motivates you to create art within the music? What is what gives you that that strength, like your song, strong? Well, I, I think strong, for example, is basically having the strength to survive being a, a person in the music industry. And, um, you know, I grew up with a lot of uh, icons in the business, and I've seen many success stories that turned out to be failures. And uh, my persistence is that I have a message in my heart, and I want people to feel my life story of my life and strong is a part of that because there were so many obstacles that was blocking my project and uh, I dropped it for many years and then started again so it's basically surviving the death of my mother during the 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 process and the production and um, uh, not having enough money or having a backer to bail out on you and um, not taking too many too much alcohol and trying to keep yourself really strong through everything to to succeed so i i think that strong is really telling my life story of basically uh how how hard it is in the industry and how much strength you need and and discipline because you know working for oneself you can get into a lot of trouble you can party too much so basically strong is just saying we have to be strong through everything because uh without some strength we just don't succeed but i think it was when i want something i want it and That's if there's something that comes to me and says you can't have it that forces me to drive okay. even more faster. Of course. So I think that all these obstacles made me strong enough to finish my project the way it is now. So oh, that's, that's, what, the, that's why I made that title, Being Strong. So that's fantastic. And having so the that's, strength that's, to survive through everything. Yes, so that's part of your strength uh, in the sense of... Yes. Which yes, one would you... Drive. Which one would you consider then that is um, your weakness? Can you tell your fan, your fans, which one? Oh, we all have a strength and weaknesses. You I even... think my weakness is empathy. I feel sorry for people, and many times I shouldn't, but I do. I think empathy for people, sympathy for people who are not doing well. Uh, Uh, I do have empathy for the world. I mean, I can walk down the street and see someone who's not well off, and then my heart cries out for them. I think that is my weakness, one of them. I think it also comes from my dad and my mother. You know, Bishop Robert Jones is my father. My mother is uh, Mrs. Marjorie Jones, and they uh, they did a few things with Nelson Mandela in South Africa, Uh, my dad had a soup kitchen every Wednesday. He took in a lot of people into our house. We had six bedrooms. But if someone was unfortunate or who had some type of a problem, my mom and dad always had open doors for 
for everyone. So I think this comes from from my religious background as well. My mom and dad were very uh, empath empathetic for people who had less than they had, and um, so I think that's my weakness: is empathy and love. I think caring. Oh, uh, uh, that's a uh, that's very good to know because uh, we live in a world nowadays that uh, there are so many problems around, and then uh, we need more people, really. Uh, yeah, with, with with great heart, with, uh, yeah, people who yeah. really care about all this, yeah. with uh, a better sense of uh, social but I am, ability. In a way. Yeah, but I am worried though, and 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 uh, you know, my family, my great grandfather was the mayor of Spanish Town, and my uncle was the president of Bank of Jamaica. My aunt actually brought in a lot of books for the first library system in Jamaica. They all were educated at Cambridge. But uh, but the fact is that um, I have that uh, political element in my character, and that's because of my, you know some of my family relatives, my uncles and my aunts and my brother, and you know so it's we have to fight for what's right. I am very concerned about America right now. I spend most of my time in Europe, but you know, just watching America now, it just seems like not the same place that I used to know. There, the caring seems to be gone with the present uh, administration. And of course, I met Trump many years ago. Actually, I have a signed autograph photo from him. But um, I was just very shocked at the direction that uh, he's taking in America, and it really worries me. I see. I see. Mm. Yes, I disagree with him and uh, the climate the climate change point in terms of the way. Yes, we need more more empathy and caring for people. I think this is so in my in my music. This is what I I try to portray. Yes, you know. Now, let's go back now to know you, to let them know your fans, your fans, including myself. <laughs> let's get to know Christian a bit more. <laughs> What, I, my sex life? <laughs> <laughs> We could go there, that would be interesting. I'm sure you're, you're playing stories, full of stories there. Tell us, tell us about your hobbies, including your, your fun, you know, that, all that fun you have. Tell us a little well, bit about it. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, my my favorite hobby, I think, is uh, taking care of my friends. That's my first. Uh, my second hobby is tennis. I love tennis, and fortunately for me, I've been able to go to Wimbledon a few year few years, and uh, I've met a few tennis players. So that's my one of my hobbies. Uh, writing music is also one of my hobbies as well. Uh, I love movies. I love films. Uh, in fact, I'm going to be in a film uh, very soon. It's going to be uh, filmed in America. Can I we can know in advance the name of yes. it? Or? I will tell you. Uh, I will tell you in advance. <laughs> I will tell you. But it's it's a it's a rom it's a movie about the Pharaohs, 
But uh, I have a gag order. I'm under gag not to say anything until it's released. So I can just tell you that much. It's about the pharaohs and Egypt. Okay, okay, that's fantastic. So we've got many plans there for the future. That is absolutely fantastic. We've got uh, that production that is coming. You're in the launching of a strong too and all that kind of things, which is absolutely perfect. Is that part of your life what gives you the most satisfaction? In other words, when have you been most satisfied in your life? Well, I think uh, I think once. Uh, well, I think as I get older, I'm more satisfied. I would never want to go back <laughs> to start my life all over again. <laughs> it's just too tough, okay. Okay. you know. And and it's it's. It's an emotional thing as well because, you know, as a child, you're brainwashed and then you have to find out who you are or who I am. And uh, that's a process in life as well. I mean, you make many mistakes. You make many business interests. You trust the wrong people. And then you could be, you know, think you're having a lot of progress, progress, but then suddenly you realize that you're back again five years behind. So... <laughs> um, I think that's uh, that's, that's that, very that, important. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. When um, we grow, are growing up, now, now that's just mentioned a part of, of of everybody's life, really, that we go with a growing up, growing up, and so on. So many people have what they call role models. Yes. Did you have a role model? And yeah. if, uh, if so, who, who was? Who's your role model, model and why? Well, my role model uh, first was my mother and then my father. And then, of course, you grow up with your brothers and sisters. So uh, they are role models as well because, you know, by identifying with them, you identify with yourself, who who you are and what your role in life is going to be. But I really did admire Princess Diana. I think I think uh she she had everything. She and uh but she also gave a lot. I think uh in that period when she was alive, I think that she went into certain things that were taboo like uh touching a children with AIDS. Uh, that was a big taboo because at that time no one knew what it was. I had friends dropping dead left and right and nobody knew what the hell was going on. It was very frightening, you know. But um, I love Princess Diana. I think she was uh, one of my biggest role models because she had glamour. She had money. Unfortunately, uh, her love life didn't go too well, but uh, through all of this, again, she managed to, like I said before, she was strong enough to make an influence on the world. So she was also one of my uh, role models. For a man, I don't know who I could say would be. Uh, my father, definitely. But um, but I admired Princess Diana. 
and I also admire Harry now and, and Meghan. I think they are the modern royals. And uh, I think when people are iconic and they can give some type of uh, some type of influence, good influence in this world, uh, I think these are perfect role models. That's fantastic. That's I, I, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Now, now that we've seen this part of you, um, I am sure there are things that you like doing, and there are things that you just don't like to do. What mm-hmm. are those? Well, I like uh, being at home. I spend a lot of time at home, but I like being at home with my friends. Those are the things I like to do, privately social. And uh, the things that I really don't like to do is, uh, oh, God, I think uh, (laughs) things that we don't like to do. (laughs) Well, I travel a lot. Uh-huh. And I hate it when they delay the flight. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, thinking I'm leaving for Australia, and then they tell you, oh, well, we're sorry, your flight's not leaving for six hours, so then you have to shuttle off to a hotel. Yeah, those are the things I don't like. <laughs> I don't <laughs> also. <laughs> now, let's talk about... Um, a little bit about your love life. Yes. <laughs> what, is, what is, how can Chris say or, or tell us uh, what his view about his own love life? Well, I love a lot of people. <laughs> I love a lot of people, so I'm not monogamous. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. That's good. Because then you, that, 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 that's what they call being universal. So yes. There is no one I love. Everybody. Yes. <laughs> I love a lot of people. I'm not monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know, my parents were my role model for for love, and I still believe in, you know, that prince or that princess riding in, and you meet that one love of your life, and you're with them forever. You know, I still have my mind in this modern era. <laughs> I still have that feeling that, you know, whoever the prince or princess is, you know, that I will find that one person in my life and we live together and forever and ever. You know, I still have that fairy tale head. (laughs) (laughs) If it's real, I don't know how realistic it is. (laughs) But, you know, it's it's very difficult these days, you know. I I remember in in in, uh, the 80s, you know, when you were a love child, you know, when when uh, they were taking acid and everybody loved each other, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, it, it, it was like that. But it's very difficult, I think, nowadays to, to be in a relationship 
especially with, you know, the internet and so much temptations around to defy, you know, a monogamous relationship. But I don't believe in, I, I believe in monogamy, but being realistic, uh, I haven't met anyone yet who has been able to have that fairy tale love. <laughs> that person that complies can put all the ticks in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's so true. <laughs> no, but um, that's realistic. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 very. Now, which one then? Okay, we know you haven't found uh, that person yet in, in the first of the way, but surely there must be someone that has been the most significant person in your career, maybe now in the, in the professional area. Which one do you think has been the most significant in your career? In the professional, in my professional. Yes, yes. In the music, in your music, musical mm. development. Mm-hmm. I would think of my mother and my sister, my sister Grace and my mother Marjorie. Uh-huh. I think they were the most influential. That's yeah. what I think. That was because, of course, we were growing up looking at looking at them, uh, sharing yes. Grace. Yes, and, and Grace and I, you know, we spend a lot of time together. We're very close. So when she first moved to Paris to do her first record, I was there with her in the studio. And then I was a DJ at the time in Paris, working in the Elysée Matignon Young and Club set. And um, no one played her music until I played it. So That's I think. Right. Uh, well, you know, so something, Chris. Some people, mm-hmm. some people do believe in what they call superpowers, mm-hmm. or. Uh, Spirit animals, uh, you know, the kind of uh, situation that goes beyond our bodies, they go to the universe or something like that. You know, yeah. Spiritual. Have you got one? Do you think? Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think God is first, the first, or Mother Earth whatever you want to call it, whoever got us on this planet. (laughs) I think that's the first. We don't really have a name, but we call it Mother Nature. We call it God, you know. But I think think birds have a higher power. I think birds, especially birds of... uh, Well, I raised a few birds, and birds of prey, uh, they, they can fly. We can't. <laughs> That's one difference. <laughs> and uh, they're very keen and very sharp. And even though they cannot speak, their knowledge of directions, their their knowledge of of feeling, are very strong. When 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 you are relating one on one with this kind of an animal. So I think birds have a super. Super power, supernatural powers. Yeah, that's, that's great, yes. Mm-hmm. I think so. They are extremely intelligent. They've got uh, Very intelligent. And especially when you have a relationship with one, because 
My niece brought me a bird when I was, that had fallen out of the nest when I was in New York. And uh, I was spending time there, and I fed the bird. Uh, she laid on my chest. She stayed in my bedroom. She rode in the limousines with me. If I had interviews, she was there. If I had a concert, I would take her to New York. You know, but of course, you can't let her out because she was young. So I had to wait until she grew up to let her out where she was born. Otherwise, if she had uh, gotten away from me in New York City when she was only two months old, she would have been lost. But she traveled with me, and we call her Birdie Jones. But she was very clever. Okay, after she grew up, and then we let her fly out with the other birds, uh, she would want to come in. So my brother would try to go through the back door because he knew she was at the front door, but she was already at the back door when he was trying to get out. So she knew what he was trying to do. He was trying to get away from her. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, <laughs> that was yeah, so, oh, yeah, so they have superpowers. I do like that. Well, that's fantastic, uh, Chris. Now, uh, now too close, uh, we would like to know anything that you would like to tell us about your latest album, strong to uh, now we know it's a continuation of course of your first album a strong one now your fans know that and of course uh, uh, we know a little bit of the story of that album um, I can, I'm going to put a little bit as a background here of the, the, the music of that of the album and I love the version that is presented there. Of course, I'm not going to say what it is. Um, it's, the music is just fantastic. Uh, it's it's uh, technological, as you said. It's simple. It sends a message. I can see that it really sends a message to people uh, regarding many things in many areas of the country, depending on people's circumstances, on their own individuality, whatever it is that they are confronting in life, that they have to be That's the idea. Uh, what I can... I can't... From. Ivan? Yes? Okay, now I can hear you better. Oh, sorry. That's what I can see from the video. That is, uh, I was saying that it's uh, like a message. Yes, uh, it is sending a message. Because every day we have to get up and you, there's alcohol, there's pills, there's this, there's that. And, uh, you know, it's just trying to, to live it as you, you know, yeah. and... Uh, just try to every day take it as it comes, and uh, that's basically the message in the song. You know, it's just difficult every day to get up and face, you know, the day. You know, there's just so many obstacles every day, and I have friends they can't get up and go out without having a drink. You know, they need that drink just to get out of the house or that spliff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. It's, uh, that's basically what the song is about. And then we're going to release the, the tracks on iTunes. And then yes. also we are planning to do, 
some hard copies because uh, hard copies, the sound is better than than MP3s. So we're going to give people the benefit of uh, what they prefer. So we'll distribute the hard copies with the video and the album, and then we'll also have the tracks on iTunes. I see. And this will be after September. That is October, probably. That's fantastic. Well, I must say that, uh, yes, uh, the video is managing to achieve what we wanted. Uh, It's simple and at the same time complex. It's technological and at the same time it's sending a human message uh, that many people in reality really need. Knowing what I hope so. How the planet is today, and yeah. you know all the problems that are there, and it's fun. Yes, yes, I enjoyed the video doing it. Yes, it's it's really fun. I love, as I said, that little face. I'm not going to describe what the face is doing, but I love it. It's fantastic. I think I will have that face after the interview. Oh, well done. Oh, God, you're funny. Well, Chris, it has been a pleasure. Yes, thank you. Really, a pleasure to have uh, to have you in our podcast. Thank you yes. very much for your time. You're welcome. Uh, My pleasure, I hope, also. I I hope you enjoyed it as well as I did, and of course, our yes. audience will enjoy it as well. Yeah, thank, thank you very you. much, Chris, and all the best and success for the okay. change in, in October, September, October with this new song, Strong 2. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. Yeah, yeah, Honored to have you here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank everyone for listening. Okay. Yeah. Any any last message for our audience? Uh, any last comment that you would like to say? Well, just, you know, stay strong. It's, it's a tough world out there. And uh, we have so many things to face every day. Uh, that's my message in my song. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Well, thank you very much. And then we now continue with uh, our closing of the program. So thank you for listening to us. Just thank you.
Falling 